Hi there, I'm Dan, and welcome, or welcome back, maybe, to the Shaw Vineyard Church Podcast. Hey, at the end of this episode, please take just a moment to subscribe in iTunes or in your podcast app of choice. That way, you can get every message from our church straight away on whatever device best suits you. You know, it's our hope that the message that you're about to hear in this episode would encourage you to take your best next step in your faith journey. So let's get straight into it. And it really does, even though it's the 14th of February and all of that, it really does in a way feel like the year's getting underway. Um, And we've held off, in a sense, um, launching our theme for the year um, because of all of the, you know, kind of public holidays and and those sorts of things. So what a great summer it's been so far. And so uh, while we've been doing some great stuff through January and February, we've been waiting for today to launch... Um, kind of what we're going to be talking about this year a fair bit, um, our Pilgrim's um, theme. So over the last um, six years at least, we've been in this building six years, which seems incredible. Um, We've had a theme at least every year. And 2015 seems a long time ago, Relate, uh, Following Jesus, Stand Tall and Look Out, uh, Your Kingdom Come from Here to There. And last year our theme was Connections, which became really important both at the start of the year before covid and during the year as COVID came along. Um, and over the, towards the end, what usually happens towards the end of the year, we start to sort of think and pray, both our board and our staff. And we had a, a pretty significant prayer meeting uh, in November with our board and our staff. And it really felt like there was a sense of the presence of God. And out of that came a few um, gatherings and brainstorms and stuff like that in November and December. And we came up with this theme of pilgrims that this year was a year where God was inviting us towards pilgrimage. And we'll begin exploring that today, and, and it will be a theme that will become, I think, important to us. And, and with the subline of journeying into the wild, and, and I'll share a little bit about this, and we will discover it some more. So a, a pilgrim is um, uh, defined as a person who journeys to a sacred place. And it's funny being pilgrims in a in a year where we can't travel, because typically pilgrimage is sort of you go from somewhere to somewhere. But um, the sacred place, of course, is often the heart. It's, a, it's the connection of the things that God is wanting to do. And I think that the invitation of God for us as individuals and as a corporate group is towards being a pilgrim, and, and, and we d- deliberately made it pilgrims rather than pilgrim, that we would be doing something together. And so a pilgrimage itself is a journey especially a long one, and a year is quite a long time, isn't it? A long journey to a sacred space as an act of devotion. So the invitation to walk with Jesus, to grow with Jesus, to explore with Jesus in some new ways, probably that we won't even know as we sit here today, is upon us. And I think it's going to be a fantastic year together as we are and as we learn about and as we grow as pilgrims together. You, when you reflect back on your life or when you reflect back on a year, 2020 will probably never forget, eh? I mean, I think in, in 30 years or 50 years, people will say, oh, when was the COVID? And I think people will be able to remember sort of 2020. That was that year. Anybody who's sitting here at least because we did experience it along the way. Um, you look, up, look back on a year and some years are really significant, aren't they? Some years are ones that really change your life. It might be a year that you found love perhaps or it might be a year that you had a baby or a year that your career started 
in such and such a way. Or it could be a year that you lost love or that something very difficult happened in your life. And then you always look back on those years as being, you know, ones that your life has changed. And then there are years that if you could say of any year are perhaps more, I don't want to call it mundane, but just more, more normal and, and you go through the year and things may or may not take particular um, sort of form or shape. And sort of as we look into a year, we don't really know what this year, which of those this year is going to be at this stage, unless something really significant has happened to us already over the course of this year. But sometimes things change and life is irrevocably different after the time. Sometimes there are moments when either because we have to or because we choose to, where we leave something of the safety and security of life as we know, and we take on the adventure as life as it could be. And in the process, we discover truths and, and uh, I don't know, capacity and a life ahead that we couldn't have imagined if we'd stayed where it was safe. And it feels like the invitation of God for us as a church, and I'm trusting that he would speak to us because I can't speak for anybody as individuals, but I'm trusting that he'd speak to us as individuals is a journey this year into the wild. And who knows what's out there in the wild, and it might be scary to talk about along the way, but I think it's the invitation of God for us along the way into such a journey as this. So during the year, as we um, uh, uh, look to the year ahead, we have this rough idea of what we're going to do. And it may not actually come out like this. I mean, we're, we're never beholden, you know, those, those six years. You know, we've talked a lot about those subjects in those years, but we talk about lots of other subjects as well. But this is the kind of the way that we feel like we'll break down our year. So in the first term, we're going to talk a, a fair bit over the next four weeks anyway about what we're calling packing our bags. If you're going on a big journey, it's really important that you pack your bags well. And we're going to spend some time thinking about that. What, is, what do you have to take in your pack? What do you have to take with you when you go on a journey? And then in, the, um, in term two, we're going to be telling some of the stories of the road. And so we're going to go with Jesus on the road. We're going to go with um, biblical characters and even some of our own stories of the road. In term three, because it's a long year, we're going to look at some of the harder times that we face in our life. Well, we're calling it dark night at the moment. It may not be called that by the time we get to term three. But what about when God doesn't seem to be present? Or what about when prayers aren't answered and it's a struggle rather than the thing that we'd set out so optimistically for back in February? And then in term four, uh, term four, we're looking to have a series that we're calling Better News, which is sort of painting a more vibrant picture of faith and life and hope. And so these are some of the, the territory that we hope, and who knows, you know, kind of we, we, we don't know what's going to happen next week, let alone in, in three months or something like that. But that's kind of roughly the territory, hopefully, that we're heading. And so if you find yourself in this year, somehow, somehow in a threshold between, and in a sense, we're all like that, aren't we, as we, as we try on 2021 for size. We're all in a threshold between where we've been and where we might be. We want to encourage you and invite you into this thing called pilgrimage, into this thing of finding a sacred space, of heading towards a sacred place, of discovering Jesus in a whole new way. And I think he's going to be with us as we walk that journey. Now, a couple of things or a few things just to let you know about that may be helpful in this process or the first couple as well. 
we're um, building at the moment a chapel upstairs. And one of the things we want to do in the chapel, if we're able to get it with security and stuff like that, is to open it up so that it can be available for us 24-7, so that you come and, can come and pray and just be with God um, anytime, sort of um, from the, the entrance at the front. And I think that would be a great place for us to be on pilgrimage. It also gives us the opportunity to have, you know, smaller services, communion services and things like that along the way. So we're really looking forward to introducing you to that. Um, Probably in about a month's time, hopefully it'll be more or less finished. Um, Then, as I mentioned in the announcements, Fran and I are doing this um, series, I guess, here at church, and we're calling it Trove for the, uh, the, the, the bored, the stuck, the uncertain, and the curious. And um, basically, we just want to pass on some stuff we know that might help you connect with God in new and different ways. It's going to be very hands-on. It's going to be very experiential, um, It's which maybe for some might f- sound kind of threatening, but it's not going to be sort of a sterile kind of presentation. But we're going to kind of, we're going to give you opportunity to explore and experience God, hopefully in different ways. And so I do hope for some of you that will be like, yeah, that sounds like me. And if so, we really invite you to come along. And then we're going to have ice cream because that's a really important thing that you do as a church. And so this time last year, we had this really amazing uh, little journey down to Castor Bay and we um, did Mr. Whippy and um, Phil and Judah were particularly hungry that day. And um, so next Sunday after church, if the weather's good, or even if it's not so good, maybe, we're going to do it again because it just seemed like a great thing. And I don't know whether it's going to be Mr. Whippy or Gelato or whether I'll just be rolling out scoops of pack and save, no frills. We'll have to look at it and see whether there's any money in the bank or something like that. But whatever it is, we'll be together because that's the sort of thing we can do, isn't it? So we would love you to pack your own picnic. We'll do the ice cream somehow. Let's be people together. And then the following Sunday which is the 28th, so next week the 21st, the ice cream. The following Sunday at night, we're going to have a church barbecue at Cameron and Victoria Stewart's place. So they've got a lovely place in Glenfield, uh, Gle- uh, Greenhithe with, a, with um, lots of ground and a pool and stuff like that. And uh, last year when we did it, we roasted a, pe- uh, a, a lamb or something like that. So I don't know how it's all going to go this time around, but it would be, be lovely to do a bit of life together so that we can meet each other and know each other a little bit outside. I think it's all part of the pilgrim journey as we walk together along the way. When you uh, look at the scriptures, the biblical narrative is full of journey, story after story of people like us called from safety and security into the wild. The Bible's full of pilgrimage, full of uh, people meeting God as he takes them from one place to another. Think of the children of Israel in the book of Exodus as they go from slavery into the wilderness uh, as they go into the desert and they end up in the place of blessing uh, into the promised land. It's it's probably a a reasonably familiar pattern of God taking us out of a place where, you know, kind of we, we shouldn't be perhaps and taking us often through difficult times into a place where we kind of have some sort of resolution of that. Or think of Psalm um, 84 where the psalmist writes, How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. There's something about whether you're locked down in COVID 
or whether you can travel the world to go on one of the great pilgrimages, that there is something that takes place in our heart when you become a pilgrim that I think God is inviting us into as we go through this year. As they pass through the Valley of Bacar, it says, the Valley of Tears, the Valley of Strife and Difficulty, um, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before the Lord in Zion. It's this, it's this incredible process that Jesus invites us towards. Journeying, I guess we could say, into the wild. We, we had a little bit of a, a, a debate about journeying into the wild. You know, is that, sort of, is that sort of too challenging or too for us to kind of at least sort of respond to? We thought we might journeying into the unknown. And we, but we, we, we felt like, no, sort of wild was the word that God had given us and that wild is the word that it should be. And I guess that means different things to different people and for us corporately. Um, but we can trust God, I think, with that in, in the journey into the wild. So pilgrimage is something that is a, is a, is a very um, sort of storied, uh, long-held um, um, practice of believers. In the Old Testament, um, the Jews would go up to Jerusalem at least once a year, and they would sing the Psalms of Ascent, that we call them, for the Psalms 120 to 134. So Jerusalem was on a hill, and they were, normally it would be an uphill um, slog up, up, to, up to the uh, temple in Jerusalem. And so they would sing those songs together for encouragement as they would go up the hill to Jerusalem. Um, after Jesus' um, pilgrimage started to become... Um, people would go to the sites where Jesus had been, which I guess is sort of understandable that, that people would do that. So um, maybe they would go to the place that they understood that he was crucified or the place, you know, kind of that they understood he was born. And even today, pilgrimage would happen to some of those sorts of sites. So um, people would still, you know, it's not a, not, not a like um, uh, everybody just has it in their hearts to do it, but people still... Um, have pilgrim journeys to places like Jerusalem and Rome and Santiago de Compostela and Spain and, and things like that. So pilgrimage is sort of somewhere born in our heart. It's been happening for thousands of thousands of years, and it, it feels like Jesus is inviting us to something of that today. I've realized um, as I've been preparing for um, this year, really, and preparing for today's message that I would say that I've been a pilgrim for 10 years. So I want to sort of tell you that as part of my story. So I've been a pilgrim for 10 years and a Christian for 40 years. So I want to kind of make that little differentiation, if you like. This is my journal from when I go on retreat. And so this dates back to 2011, which was um, the first or second really, but the first long silent retreat that I did was in 2011. And as I reflect back on it now... I see that something changed in my life back in 2011. And I want to read a little bit to you from this journal um, because I think it's significant. So I'm, it's the uh, middle of 2011, so nearly 10 years ago, and I'm on this long silent retreat. And at the end of the day, I'm reflecting on the day, and I write this. I write highlights, two really. Firstly, the invitation from Jesus to walk with him in a different way. Not sure what that means, but relief that it needn't and shouldn't be a repeat of the past. And I was um, 49 in 2011, so it seemed like, you know, this relief, I don't, I don't remember it as such, but it's great that I've written it down, that sense that I actually didn't need to, as I looked at my 50s, walk to it in the same way. And, sec and, and then I say, secondly, 
committing my 50s to Jesus, the more I think about it, the more profound that becomes. So I committed my life to Jesus as a 19-year-old. I committed my life to my 20s to Jesus, my 30s to Jesus, my 40s to Jesus. But it seemed like there as a 49-year-old sitting in this retreat place with silence and, you know, kind of as a very busy person, um, you know, kind of experiencing God in a new way that it was appropriate to be able to do that. And now here I am at the end, towards the end of my 50s, 10 years later, and I can see the beginning of an invitation to pilgrimage there. It's incredible, isn't it, that you could do 30 years and then Jesus could invite you into a whole new arena, a whole, whole new kind of expression of who and what he is. So it doesn't matter how old you are, because I'm kind of getting close to being the oldest who is around these days. Um, it doesn't matter how old you are, the invitation of Jesus to pilgrimage uh, or, or the invitation to Jesus to something new. Don't laugh too much, Tim, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, 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 the invitation is, is fresh and it's new. And so I look back and sort of this is some of the most intimate and personal, you know, kind of um, uh, amazing experiences that I've had with Jesus over the last 10 years are somehow contained in this um, diary that I've been doing. And it's just this incredible thing. And so I also wanted to share that story because it felt like when we sort of chose the word pilgrims, we debated whether we should sort of choose some other way. We sort of felt like, is this sort of a, you know, is it an oldie, worldy, oldie, fashioned sort of thing? Or is it sort of some, from some other denomination would be what would do, what would do pilgrimage? Um, and it felt like in the discussion about that, that no, that this is, a, this is a valuable journey that we could introduce ourselves to. But I also wanted to sort of tell you, it also reflects, I think, the journey of God that's taken place with me. And I mean, I've been the pastor of this church for the whole of that time. And you've probably seen me evolve and emerge and grow and deepen and, you know, kind of change before your very eyes. And in your, in your wonderful, loving way, you've allowed me and Fran and, um, to, to kind of go through that process. And I feel like after 10 years, I can lead you at least somewhat in that journey. I do hope that I can. So I wanted, to, I wanted to kind of give you something of the background of this picture. It just feels like this is an invitation of God for us. And so I'm so excited for the year. And I do hope you'll join me along the way. So in my kind of 10 years, I guess, of pilgrimage, and it's not like in 2011 I even knew that word or, or would have put it to it, I feel like I've learned a few things about what pilgrims are like. And so as I kind of come to the close of today as an opening and over the next three weeks, Fran, I think, is sharing next week and Tim the following week and Tim and I the week after that, just as we do this whole packing our bags thing and what does it look like, here are just a few thoughts about what a pilgrim is like. Um, I think a pilgrim is someone who's really proactive. I think um, this year we're going to get the invitation, I think, to be um, proactive in the way that we do our pilgrim life. So I've actually been on one pilgrimage, and that was to um, Santiago de Compostela in Spain. And some people who are here today, um, Chris and Nerida and David, um, and is there anyone else who's here today who was with us? Fran was with us. Some, uh, Phil was with us. So um, some, you know, kind of we ended up doing this this mad walk in Spain in 2017. But in my mind. 
the walk started, although this is the picture of Fran and I at the beginning of the walk, the walk started when Chris Telfer and Fran, my wife, and I were sitting in a cafe in Takapuna, and we were talking about, wouldn't it be great one day to go to Spain and do this walk? And, you know, I'm kind of, I'm deeply spiritual reason saying, if we're ever going to do a pilgrimage, I want to go to a hot country, not a cold country, and all of that sort of thing, and kind of like, I'm deep like that. And then by the end of that coffee, we're sort of looking at each other and saying, why don't we do this? Hey, hey, you know, we could do this, you know, sort of, why don't we do it? And then we had our diaries out and we said, why don't we arrive in Santiago de Compostela on Pentecost Sunday in 2017? And, and we did it. There was a decision made. Others joined us. It kind of happened, you know, kind of the rest is history, as they say. But it was a proactive thing. There was a point at which we decided, well, we're not just going to sit where we are. We're going to do something. And so this year, in a sense, the invitation, I think, is to, is, I, I think, not to sit in the same seat in the same way in church or do the same things, but is to try some things, is to, is to explore some things, is to open your heart to some things. Maybe that you've resisted or maybe that you just, you just know is the invitation of God. I think that's what God wants us to do along the way. Um, and then I think um, pilgrims are people who embrace risk because I'm not in the wild. You're never quite sure if you're going to get eaten by a bear, eh? So in the wild, you know, kind of things can happen to you. And it's like, it's almost like you can't guarantee it. When you walk the Camino or, or, or wherever you might walk, you don't know what's at the end of that track. All you've got is, the, is a little arrow that says, go this way and adventure is ahead, you know, basically. And so pilgrims are people who embrace something of the risk because there's no guarantees. Say your pilgrimage this year involved you um, determining that you're going to discover what generosity means in a whole new way. And I don't at all want to be prescriptive. There is going to be a moment in there where you're going to be called on it and you're going to be thinking, I do not have another $100 to give away or I do not have another bedroom to take another homeless person in or any of those sorts of things. And what's more, I don't want to do it anymore. Somewhere out there on that journey, there is going to be a moment where you're going to face some hard times because, the, well, I don't know why, but it's, it just seems to be we need those things and God takes us through those things. Well, say you're going to address, you know, kind of a, a big issue in your life and I, I don't know, maybe get counseling or, or you know, there is going to be a point. It's actually, I, I, I like it the way that I am rather than the way that I could be. Or say you're going to get a, you know, kind of rediscover a whole new relationship with Jesus. There's going to be a moment somewhere along the way where you would like to think, you know, actually it was better the way that it was before. And so pilgrims embrace risk, and it's a risky thing because it's shifting sands, and sometimes it doesn't seem like it's as, as um, sure-footed as it used to be. And yet the invitation, I hope, even as we're talking today, is is is. Uh, is somehow attractive and entrancing. And um, I hope that we are able to pick it up along the way. And I think the thing, though, that I've experienced along the way is that pilgrims meet Jesus on the road. Sometimes you meet Jesus on in the preparation, and sometimes you meet Jesus on the road. And sometimes, I think, in pilgrimage, people meet Jesus after they've come back from it. Um, and sometimes it's maybe a combination of all of those things.
I had uh, in in my uh, uh, my retreat diary journal here, the last silent retreat that I did was about two and a half years ago at the end of 2018. So again, it was a seven-day silent retreat. And in that silent retreat, I took to rewriting um, the Lord's Prayer. It was sort of in part of the literature material that the, the leader of the retreat started giving us, different people rewriting the Lord's Prayer. I'd never heard of that in all of my years, and it just seemed like a heck of a good idea to me. Well, I love what other people have done. I thought, oh, I can do this. And so I took to signing off my Lord's Prayers with the words, my pilgrim friend. And, and some days it seemed like Jesus was writing that to me. And some days it felt like I was writing that to Jesus. And, you know, 38 years, I guess, you know, 30 years plus eight as a pilgrim, I discovered in a whole new way, in a way that kind of makes my lip quiver today, you know, kind of a friendship with Jesus that is life-changing and is, and is deep and real and is, is a reflection of, of life lived and life on the road and, and disappointments and, and all sorts of things that have been wonderful and hard along the way. And so I stand here in a sense as, as a friend of Jesus discovered, not through a sermon or not through even a theme for a year, but through a life lived and a life walked. And I think I can't guarantee you what's going to happen or how it's going to happen, but I do think you're going to meet Jesus on the road if you join us in your heart in whatever we are able to do this year. And so with that, I guess, as an introduction to our year, what I want to ask of you is that over this next month that you be prayerful. So I'm not going to ask you to stand and, yeah, yes, I'm on pilgrimage and we'll all walk around the church three times or something like that, sort of just to show that we're doing it. But would you be prayerful? And would you start to think about this and reflect on this and what might that mean? What might that look for to you? I don't know that it's, you know, take these three steps and you will become a pilgrim. I think it's a heart thing that hopefully we will be able to do together. Hey, once again, thanks for listening. And if you're in the Forest Hill or the Bays area of Auckland's North Shore, we would so love to have you at our next service this Sunday. You can get details on service times and more info on our kids and student environments by visiting svc.org.nz. That's svc.org.nz. Hope you have a great day and we'll see you next time here on the podcast.